do it. Welcome to the Mediocre Happy Hour, episode 70. With this episode, I'm sure we'll be talking about The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and Link in his mobster Wait, wait, wait. Is room. it Tears or Tears? Tears? Tears. Tears. You said Tears. Tears? Tears? Like a cake? Like Tears? Like Link's baking? No, not like T. How do you spell Tears before I spell it on air? Like T-E-A-R-S? T-E-E-R-S? Tears? T-E-A-R-S, right? Hip? Hip hop? Hip hip hop anonymous? <laughs> hip hop anonymous? You give him uh, all the easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Scuba Steve. <laughs> I'm Scuba Sam. I'm Scuba Steve's father. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, speaking of which, I totally for this is a weird way to start the episode, but I don't care. Um, I totally forgot to mention this uh when we were talking about the new Star Wars game, Star Wars uh, you know, Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. But did, did you make it far enough in the game to talk to the the scuba guy at the cantina? No, I dude, so like uh the last couple of weeks, uh I haven't really played a whole lot of games because so I've been super busy. And then, you uh-huh. know, there's a weird little game that came out called Zelda what yeah like we kind of touched on it uh last week but i had barely played and uh yeah yeah i haven't heard of the game honestly i haven't i've this is the first i'm hearing about it but i have heard of the legend of the game but i haven't heard of it you know what i mean here's what i don't get is how are you gonna have the legend of someone and have them not be the main character ever Right, it's like the legend of like I wish I was the hero, but I'm not. <laughs> and that 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 legend also has an alter ego that's pretty dope, and you never get to play as that person either. Can I get a chic game, please? Right, exactly. Like, Hi, like get, give me a Devil May Cry style chic game. That'd be dope. I want you to know that it probably exists. You haven't. You just haven't found it yet. It's called Hide and Chic. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 this is the premium content people turn into. <laughs> the, the 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 expansion's called Shabby Chic. <laughs> there's a there's a five hundred there's a five hundred dollar collector's edition with nothing extra in it. It's just more expensive. It's called Tray Chic. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just super expensive for no reason. <laughs> uh, comes in a Gucci bag. <laughs> Tray Chic. <laughs> oh my goodness oh oh man i feel like we got to talk about oh yeah the jedi survivors so like there was a little like easter egg hidden in the game at least i feel like it's an easter egg if not it's uh i'm surprised if this wasn't intentional i'm sorry but easter was last month we need you to fucking get current get current i'm sorry i'm sorry it was a a may egg may showers (laughs) may showers bring spring flowers bring spring but like the scuba guy in the game, man, that you like you collect fish, like you talk to him throughout the map and he like grabs a fish for you and then he puts the fish like back in your fish tank at the cantina in mm-hmm. Jedi Survivor. But but his name in the game is Scuba Stev, S-T-E-V. Bro, that's totally an Easter egg. <laughs> I know, I know. And I'm like, I'm like Scuba Stev, really? And he's like telling all his like fishing stories, and I'm just like all the whole time, I'm like, I'm Scuba Sam. <laughs> <laughs> 
you go back to my cantina? I'm like, someone was a someone was a big daddy fan that was working on the game. Scuba right. Stev over here. Um, so I thought that I thought that was really funny because I don't usually pick up on like a whole lot of Easter eggs unless they're somewhat obvious. But that one I was like, oh yeah, 100 percent This is an Easter egg. What kind of what kind of coffee are you drinking, bud? Oh, uh, just some Bustello with some uh with some instant with some, coffee. Yeah, with some of the um, is it? Do you, I'm not, I might mispronounce this, but the is it turbinado or turbinado sugar? Turbinado, turbinado. Yeah, I always I always want to like fancy it up when I say it, but um, I put that <laughs> sugar in it to to yeah, just give it like a little extra sweetness. You know, I don't put a lot of in there, but just just that sugar God, and the you're uh, such a basic bitch. I know you, you can't I even know. drink black coffee. No, I drink it black sometimes. I'm drinking it straight black right now, but like with sugar sometimes in it, that's not straight black. No, it's, uh, right now I'm drinking it straight black. Straight black, no facts. As no cap, as the kids say, that's what I'm doing right now. For real, for real? Y'all feel? Y'all is feel it, it? Is it goaded with the sauce? It's goaded with the sauce um, on the on the, on the the riz. You know what I mean? I mean, did you know that there's a, uh, a phrase called goaded with the juice instead of the sauce? I I have not no I did not know that yeah apparently goaded goaded with the juice means you're only the temporary goat but goaded with the sauce means you're forever the goat oh I just yeah. learned something new today on our podcast yeah I, I, I learned it from my students because we have a whole I have a whole like one hour class on how to write oh uh, like clearly and so I always ask them because most of my students are way younger than me because we're old right yes and so i ask him i started off the conversation with someone tell me what no cap means right <laughs> uh-huh and, and they all just start laughing because there's this like old ass man in front of the classroom asking about no cap sure uh, so i make him explain it and you know we're going over like hey when you write i don't want you to use slang terms uh-huh and we just keep going and like we were talking about goaded with the sauce because on one of my uh course critiques they do that fills the thing at the end of the course and yeah. uh, one of them wrote, the, the instructor is goaded with the sauce. That was his oh comment gosh. on the end of course routine. And so I was oh asking, I was goodness. like, all right, someone explain what goaded with the sauce means. <laughs> they're all just like busting up laughing. And I was like, okay, so like, is there any other like types of goaded? And one of the kids was like, yeah, it's goaded with the juice. And I was like, what? Huh? So we had this, wow. like, we had a one hour conversation about like Urban Dictionary. It was great. Uh yeah, I'm I'm so confused, man. That's I have never heard that. So you could say that you could say the Legend of Zelda is goaded with the sauce, right? Forever, forever great. Like the franchise or this particular game? This particular game. Uh sure. I, I will tell you I hated Breath of the Wild. I just it didn't interest me, man. Like, I don't know why. I didn't have a switch at the time, which was part of it, but I didn't feel like buying a switch just to play it. And then when I saw people playing it, I just I didn't understand like the direction that Zelda was going when I when I saw that like the game for the first time because like the last the last Zelda game I played before this one the last full release that wasn't like a remake or anything like that was Twilight Princess on the original Wii and that game was awesome dude and it was like you know it was a little different than the classic Zelda because you turn into the wolf and the Twilight Wolf and all that stuff, you know, Wolf Link and and uh, you've got Mida and all that cool stuff and like the Dark World, the Light World, like all that kind of stuff. So it was a little different, but the formula was still there, right? The the temples and the collections and all that, you know, Forest Temple, whatever, like you're doing the classic Zelda thing. And then a bunch of other games came out, but like Breath of the Wild was just so different. And I don't know, I don't know what it was, but I just saw it and I was like, I don't know. I'm just not like, I'm not feeling like I have to go out and buy this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
so let me ask you this now that you have played a bunch of tears of the kingdom would you go back and try breath of the wild i would go try it um and i think i would enjoy it but from what i know of breath of the wild i i like the abilities a lot more in tears of the kingdom like i like the main gameplay abilities a lot more um i know like tears of the kingdom has the um or sorry i know breath of the wild has like the stasis thing and the the magnet and like that kind of stuff and it's like yeah that could be cool but like the the ability to like uh fuse things together and build whatever you want and like just the amount of creativity you can have to solve puzzles and just like explore and do whatever you want it's it's crazy and and then as soon as you think the game's given you like everything to do or giving you all the tools like you unlock something else or you find something else or you you figure out you can attach something else to your bow now and do this and it's just like this game is like infinite it's crazy right um so you've played quite a bit do you know how many hours you're in right now uh i probably put in I, I'd say comfortably I'm less than 10, but I'm probably somewhere between like six and 10 total. Okay. Uh, you, you made it off the initial starting place, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so I don't know how far it sounds like you played probably more than I have, but okay. I, uh, I got off the main Island. Of course I explored Hyrule quite a bit. I started progressing the main quest um, recently. And so right now I am, in the the rita region like the bird people um so i'm talking to like the like the prince of the bird people or whatever and him and i are like currently climbing like these gigantic uh i guess like pillars in the sky or whatever to try to work our way towards this cloud that's causing like a thunderstorm over there like a blizzard over their area where they live um and that and that part of the game is just taking like forever just ascending like because you just have to go like there's no quick way to just go up like you were literally having to climb the entire way and fight enemies and all this stuff. So Can't that's you use where I'm the at. Ascendability? Part, part of it. Yeah. So there are parts where you use this ascendability, but you have to like also travel, you know, horizontally to get to like the pillars and then go up with the ascendability and then fight enemies. And there's like just all these puzzles along the way. There's even a shrine along the way. It's a really, really long like journey. Yeah. There's a so so the thing that I love about this game is everybody's gonna have a different experience. Yeah. Like, even if you're playing through the story, how you get there isn't going to be the same as me. Uh, for example, so uh, last week, it was mostly watching my kids play. So I was watching my daughter play on the TV because she had her switch on the big TV. Right. And, you know, so I'm watching her do the initial crimes or whatever. So she does the first one that it points you to, um, to to get, like, the master hand ability. Or what is it? Uh, the very first one you get. Is it master hand? The, the ultra hand? Ultra hand, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she does that one. And they're like, all right, well, uh, because I like to watch videos and stuff, I knew there was three other shrines you had to go to. Um, and I'm like, hey, so like the video I saw said you should just work your way counterclockwise. That'd be the easiest route. And she was like, yeah, but there's a shrine over here. And it, it was the one that's uh, entrapped in ice. Right. Whatever, the cold area. And so she was like, no, I'm just going to go to this one. I was like, okay. So like I'm watching her and she gets there and she's like, man, I can't figure out how to get to this shrine. So uh, the the cliffs are coated in ice. So she just she shoots a fire arrow at it, and it melts a little portion of the ice and gives her just this little sliver to climb up. And she just climbs her way to the shrine. Oh, and nice. Like, okay, right. And then the way I did it was I went counterclockwise. So I did the first one, then I did the one that gives you the ability to fuse weapons to other things. Yeah. Right. 
And then along the way, so she she never found this. So she left the Sky Island. She never finds the forge. Did you find the forge? Uh, the forge. Is that the place where you can grab like um the zo like the zoanite stuff? Yeah, it's like in the cave that's super dark and they teach you about the bright bloom seeds. Um, yeah, I, I found that. Yeah, yeah so I found that and I I collected like all 10 of the zoanite things they would let you take because I had enough stuff to buy them all. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had a ton too. In the little gotcha machine, little gumball machine. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but she never found that. It's like she just okay, missed, weird. She never she never did it because she did the ice thing, rode the glider back to the time temple, ran over, uh -huh. did the last shrine, then went to the time temple again, you know, and then did the fourth shrine that it, it pointed to there and then left the island. Okay. So she she never she never got like uh she she never found the forge and doesn't know anything about Zonite or anything like that. And I'm like okay completely different you know and then there's my son who like struggles in school but this kid got off the freaking great sky island, island faster than anybody he got he got off the island in like 30 minutes <laughs> i was like what he's in the castle dude what yeah he's in the castle like with four hearts for a life bar and a fuck ton of weapons and he's just mobbing people that's amazing <laughs> yeah i'm just watching he's like yeah i gotta fight this big guy i was like buddy you're kind of under level he's like it's fine i'll just dodge yeah, the dodge mechanics are really cool. Like um, that's the other thing too, man. The combat, like it's it's not like other Zelda games where you can just block and hit. Like you can block, you can backflip, you can hop, you can also parry, yeah. which I thought was really cool. The parry is amazing. Like you hit A at the right time and it stuns the enemy and you just wail on them, or you do a backflip at the right time and it slows time down and you mash the attack button and they just wail on the enemy. I'm like, this is so cool. Like the combat is so diverse and you've got the bow, and then like you said, you can fuse whatever. Like at the beginning of the episode. I made a joke, but I was telling Amber, like the first time I started fusing weapons, I had a torch and then I found like a super long broomstick in like the first like city of the game that you come to. And I was like, I wonder, and like I used the fuse. And so now I have this wooden torch mop stick broom that's like 17 feet long. And I'm like poking enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like they can't get, can't get close to me. The thing's like super weak. Like I don't use it hardly at all, but I keep it in my inventory just because I think it's hilarious because it, it's actually labeled as like wooden mop torch broom. And I'm just like, yes, because that's what Link's going to save the world with. <laughs> yeah. So so that's, that's, but that's what, what that game lets you do. Is, it's like, yeah. That's what appeals to me about this one is there's not a right answer. Because uh, even if you're looking up videos, like if you get stuck, like you could watch five different videos and everybody's going to have five different solutions. And you're just like, right. Why, why didn't I think of that? Um, like I got stuck. So you get to the forge, right? And you're down there in the basement. Mm -hmm. Well, the dude gives you those pieces. And I'm like, how do I get out of here? They had that that track that you could put a minecart on. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. So I'm dumb. I didn't look at the pieces. So I went and found another minecart, carried it all the way back with the ultra hand abilities. <laughs> place it on the track and then uh and then i had uh because i'd been exploring quite a bit i had a bunch of fans in my inventory um, uh -huh. and then i just mounted two fans to it and like rode it up to the top and i was like okay you know, and then i looked at my inventory and i was like oh he gave me a minecart and fans that's dumb yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. I did this shrine last night where I I came across the new item. Uh, for me, I, I came across like the little rockets. Yet, have you messed with those? No, I heard once you get the rockets though. So here's the deal, right? I'm like seventy hours into this thing, and I don't I have I don't have rockets yet. 
So I don't have the rockets, but I came across the shrine where the rockets were like the gimmick of the shrine. And so it was mine carts and rockets. So like one part of the shrine, you're like shooting a rocket into a target to open a door. So that part was easy because you're like, okay, here's the groover. You put it, you hit the rocket, whatever. But then when you got to the mine cart part, there was like a hidden chest in the shrine because there's usually like at least one hidden chest in the shrines. Mm -hmm. And I spent like spent like 10 or 15 minutes trying to figure out like, okay, how do I get to this? Because like you put a rocket on the mine cart, it shoots up the rail and like launches you, but I couldn't get high enough to reach this chest. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't understand. But then after thinking about it for a little bit, I'm like, I wonder. So I took three rockets, like fused them together, put them on the ground. So they were like aimed straight up in the air, like 4th of July style. And then I put the mine cart, I fused a mine cart on top of the three mines or on top of the three rockets, jumped in the minecart, like, it, you know, ignited it, and then it just rockets me into the sky, like, way higher than I needed to be to, to grab that chest, and then I could just float down and grab it, and I was like, holy cow, like, the amount of, like, stuff, like, you think about it, be like, I wonder, like, try it, because it'll probably work. <laughs> right, it'll probably, like, even if it looks weird, uh, there's no harm in trying it, because the game Dude, gives the, you so yeah. many items, like, you just always have stuff that you might as well just uh -huh. try some now. Well, especially in the shrines, you're like, okay, here's the two things they gave me or the three things they gave me. Like, so clearly I have to use some combination of this, but like how you get to that goal, it, like you said, it can be whatever you want. I'm sure other people had other creative ideas besides what I did and mine looked stupid, but it worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. It's like, it, it's just so fun. Like you can go explore on your own. It feels like I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Like I don't think I've enjoyed a Zelda game this much since Twilight Princess. So it's super refreshing to like have that experience again and kind of fall in love with Zelda again. You know? Yeah, I don't like. And people are like getting mad that it looks like a a freaking PlayStation Three game or whatever. I'm like, you know what? The game still looks beautiful. Yes. You know. Yeah. yeah the the draw distances <clears throat> sure, right? But I'm playing on a a Switch. It's like a cell phone. Um, and it just, yeah. it just runs so well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've had zero issues with the game. Um, I have like a Bluetooth controller hooked up to it, which is just super nice. Um, I played with the joy cons as well. Like on the little holder that the switch comes with and that that's also fine. Like I haven't had any complaints. I'd like to get that Zelda pro controller, but that thing's sold out like everywhere right now. I know. And unless you want to pay like $150 to get it. Yeah, exactly. But I would if that pops up for retail, I'll buy it, but I'm not gonna pay a hundred and you know, ten, hundred and twenty bucks or whatever it's going for on Amazon right now. It's like I'm not I'm not doing that, you know. <laughs> Did you uh have you gone underground yet? Oh, I have not. So so like I said, I, I explored Hyrule a ton. And then I got to this, um, one of the main quests is like, you're talking to the, uh, you're talking to Pura in the main, like the first main zone of the game that you come to, you oh, know? Thirsty, thirsty and, Pura, huh? Yeah, Pura. And then she, and then she tells you about the four regions of the game that you have to go to, like, you know, upper Northwest, like, um, East, like whatever, you know, like all you know, the, the, all the, the thing to get to the, to where you can finally beat the end guy. Yeah, so she kind of tells you, like, okay, you got to go explore these four main areas, figure out what happened to Zelda, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, the first area I went to just happened to be the, the Rita region, and that's where I am now, where, like, you meet the little Rita prince, you help him get his bow back, this kind of stuff. And then and then uh, the, the other bird people are like, you should go explore this scary cloud way up in the sky and figure out what's causing the blizzard. Like, we trust you have fun and then like you and him take off uh to go solve that adventure so that's what i'm doing so i'm going way up into the sky right now in the game not uh underground did you uh did you get your glider yet 
I did. I find I see that you're talking about the different experiences. I totally skipped that conversation, explored for like an additional, I don't know, a couple hours and then got to a shrine where I needed the glider. Like I needed the glider and Was I didn't the one have you, it. You talked to me about yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the first thing come up, you come across in the shrine is a fan. And obviously like that's the only thing in the room. So you have one fan. That's it. And you're supposed so you to, need like, to set it down, hit it. So uh -huh. it makes air and then pop your glider. Exactly. And so, but I didn't have the glider. So I'm like, that was the first round I came across that I couldn't complete like right away. And I'm like, okay, I'm missing something. And then sure enough, I continue the main quest a little bit. And she's like, here's a paraglider. I'm like, I'm a <laughs> you know, I'm a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> did you know there's like four different ways to get the master sword? I did not. I heard that you could get it. So I didn't look up anything. So I didn't want to, I just wanted to <laughs> oh, experience. I, I wanted to, I, I wanted to experience. <laughs> I wanted to experience the game like going in completely blind. Like I didn't even know you could fuse items. Like that's how much of this game I didn't look up. Like I, that that fusing of items was completely like what the heck is this? Um, but anyway, like no, I didn't look anything up. So I do know that you can get a bunch of amazing items early, and I know you can also get the master sword early. But I don't know how to do it. Oh, dude, there's like four different quest lines you can pick up. Uh, I probably did. It might be the hardest way. Because I did it under leveled, um, but it requires but you to get works. to the Great Deku Tree. <laughs> okay, uh, and so you have to get to the Lost Forest, right, or Lost Woods, whatever they call it. Uh huh. Uh, so uh, if you don't look it up, have fun banging your head against the wall figuring out how to get through the forest. <laughs> oh, is it, is it like classic Zelda Lost Forest, where like you make a wrong turn and since you back to the beginning? Uh, yeah, except for I'll, I, I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Okay, um, but it's not the way you think. Okay, but it's but it's some confusing kind of puzzle like that. Uh, I wouldn't even say a puzzle. Just you're just mm. don't do it the traditional way. You're gonna have to find a different way. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, but you go down there. Um, long story short, you finally get to the tree. He's all like, he's got, uh, he's contaminated by the gloom or whatever they call it, right? They call it the gloom, right? Yeah, the stuff that, like, messed you up in the beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so you go in there, you fight a bunch of dudes inside him, just like you would in, like, Ocarina at a time. Oh, nice. And then you cleanse him, and he gives you the quest to retrieve the Master Sword. Um, okay. And if you do it his way, he just tells you where, or he tells you that it is inside a dragon, and this dragon looks different than all the other dragons. And when you find it, if you get on top, you'll be able to pull it, right? Okay. So because I looked it up, I knew what I was looking for, you know, found the dragon, blah, blah, blah. But there's like three other quest lines that you can do. One requires you to like find dragon tears. To okay. pick up all these dragon tears and then it'll mark the dragon on the map for you. Um, oh, I can't remember the, I can't remember the other two. Uh, I started I started the Dragon Tier quest because there's yep. like there's like ten shrines or ten, ten like basically yeah like alien they look like alien markings though in like fields crop circles you know yeah exactly crop thank you that's what I was looking for they're, they're crop circles and then you got to find where like the little puddle is in the crop circle that that's the Dragon Tier so I've already found yep. like two of those and then I talked to the guy I talked to a couple of characters uh at a, at a stable that uh, were talking about the lost woods and how there's a legendary enemy and a and a legendary weapon like in in the lost woods so I was like I bet that's the master sword nope but other than other than talking to the kids about it I hadn't progressed that that's not the master sword <laughs> mm. 
Okay. Well, they were talking about something like that, yeah, yeah. that's the other thing too. There's you get a, there's you get a weapon for beating the boss inside the tree. Okay. But uh, but yeah, it's a uh, and there's like you don't have to do the tier thing. Like I didn't do the tier thing at all, and I still got the sword. And the sword it doesn't break. It doesn't break, but it is on a cooldown timer. So you because you have to fuse something to it to use it. Um, okay. So you know you just pick a monster part, fuse it to the sword, and I can use the sword until it breaks. Um, but the way to get around it is you you can destroy the fused material and it won't start the timer. You just fuse something else to it. So if it's about to break, you destroy the fused material and then fuse something else to it. And now it, there is no cooldown timer. Interesting. Yeah. Plus the base sword by itself, had, I think it's like a 35 or 40 damage weapon. Wow. Yeah. I did um I did run across a random NPC because like I said, I hadn't looked anything up. I'm just completely playing the game 100% blind, just kind of doing whatever I feel like doing in the game. I ran across an NPC that was like running through a field and she was like, here's these legendary armor pieces that are hidden by this one guy. And she marked them on my map. And so I did run around and collect those after she marked them for me. And, and of course you can run across these randomly too if you don't talk to her. I just happened to run into this character. Um, But I got like, this barbarian armor like this chest piece that i think was also in breath of the wild and it gives me like higher attack like as one of the bonuses and if you collect the whole set you get even more attack so i got that armor piece i got one that lets you climb better with using less stamina and i got one that's like a rubber uh like a rubber suit so when it's lightning like outside the You're lightning safe. doesn't strike you <laughs> yeah because i'm guessing yeah exactly so those were the storm cloud with <clears throat> lightning everywhere exactly so i can switch to like the rubber suit and like i can have my metal weapons on and it won't like hurt me whereas if you don't have the rubber suit and you have like anything metal equipped on your character lightning strikes you and it like insta kills you yeah man this this game there's just so the much amount of thought on. is it's yeah dude it was crazy i was exploring hyrule and there, it was raining and i had a metal sword out and like the lightning I, I saw my character flickering and i'm like okay do i have to dodge the lightning or like what's gonna happen here and the lightning Dead. came down and struck me just immediately killed me like a hundred percent dead and i'm like what and so i ran into like a shrine but then like later on like one of the tips the game gives you when, when it's loading is like if it's lighting outside like unequip all your metal all, all your metal and like you'll be fine and i'm like what and so i did that next time it started raining and sure enough the lightning leaves you alone i'm like that's that's this is insane yeah just pull out a stick or something like <laughs> yeah pull out your wooden mop mop torch stick soak up your, the rain your mop, mop torch stick. I wanna uh, soak up the sun <laughs> yeah i don't know man like yeah dude it's uh this it's game awesome. like uh like you, you said you got stuck in the bathroom before we started podcasting because you were a little bit late and i was like were you playing zelda were you playing zelda yeah. and i was were, like were the switch, i was like the switch is portable i was like so you can poop and save the world at the same time <laughs> is that what happened did you were you playing zelda while you're pooping and then got distracted that's what happened that's what happens dude is it, is it really what yeah. happened I was playing Zelda a little bit beforehand, but I did have to go take a coffee poop. That's how it goes, man. Oh, uh, because earlier today I had to take a poop, and I was right in the middle of doing something with Zelda, and I was like, I just was going, I was like, I gotta poop. And I looked at the switch, and I was like, it's portable. And then I was in the you're, bathroom for an hour and a half. You're like, you're like, come with me. <laughs> I come out of the bathroom. I was like, ah, I found so much cool stuff. Yeah. Your your wife's like, what were you doing in there? And you were like, I was exploring the depths. And she's like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, uh, like when I'm not playing Zelda, I want to be playing Zelda. 
it's yeah it's such a weird thing dude because you and i both like on we were not we weren't trying to be funny we weren't like just whatever we were we were just saying what we were thinking like we were both just like i'm not really excited for it but i'm gonna buy it and like i'm gonna play it like that was where we were both at before the game released you yeah know, i'm pretty, pretty sure it. i said like i have no desire to like yeah like, play this game day one but then i was watching my kids play it and i was uh-huh. like so i only bought one copy originally and i was watching my kids play it i was like oh man this looks really fun mm-hmm. and then uh like trying to battle them and play it you know, because one copy, five people in the house. I'm like, I'm sure. never going to get a chance to play. So I just bought it again on my Switch. Yep. yep. Yeah, um, and mine was like, mine was late getting here. Uh, I think I think I got mine. So it released on the 12th. I think I got my copy on the 15th because I, I picked uh, shipping instead of store pickup through Best Buy. And so I was like, I, I know. I was like, whatever. Like, I'll just play it when it gets here because I was busy with life stuff anyway um, i'll go just play it when it gets here i'm not in like a rush to play it and then i got it started the game and holy cow dude just just like the so if you haven't played the game we're obviously talking about some spoilers here but like um, it's the just, very beginning of the game who cares yeah but just the intro part of the game alone i was like this is this is intense and this is like dope as all get out you know when you're like going down into the depths with zelda you come across that like crazy looking mummy and he just kind of reanimates and then just immediately attacks you and then when like that like the main the main part of the game that arm you know that grabs you from like the first king of hyrule and like and you're putting all these story pieces together and you're just like this is so sick you know so you're like you're linked with like these tattoos on your arm this like crazy sword from like a a detached you know like a person that's been dead for hundreds of years and this like super powerful mummy like attacked you so from what i understand from the lore that is the big bad at the at the end of the great war in zelda lore like the great war with the first king of hyrule Uh, oh cool that's that's who they killed and they like buried him under the castle Uh, i guess he was just being kept at bay um gotcha and then you go like you go down there and then something happens and freeze him, you know? Yeah. I mean, he definitely looks like a, a really hardcore, like hardcore bad guy. I just like how they didn't like ease you into a story or like ease you into something bad happening. It's like literally within the first five minutes of the game, you know, you have like 20 hearts or whatever. And then Link goes to attack, you know, this mummy dude and he hits like the gloom. It completely deteriorates the master sword, like just down to nothing. And, you know, you're trying to save Zelda's life and it's just this huge epic thing. And then you're just like, holy cow. Like, and then the game starts and you're just like, okay, like I'm in, let's go. I'm in. And then, I, I don't know. It's just cool. It's it, so it, cool. it is, man. I mean, like you said, it's like when I'm not playing Zelda, I want to be playing Zelda. Like that's, that's how fun, that's how fun it is. And just the story's good, like the exploration's good. I think the graphics are amazing. I even had fun just taming horses for a little while there because like the horses are just, I think they're just awesome. Like I found this horse that was like this really cool, like teal color and had like a, like a silver mane. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I just want that horse because it looks cool. You know, and I tamed it, rode it back to the stable and got my pony points or whatever. And I was like, this is fun. Like, I'm not even doing anything like important in the game my right now. I'm having a, I'm having a, I got my pony points. Yeah. As I got a special saddle. So uh, yeah, man. I, I let Lily like ride the horse around for a little while as she was having a good time. Like I, I had her like like wrangle a pony. It was great. Wrangle a pony. Wrangle a pony. I said pony up. Pony have up. you have you been playing anything else or no? Uh I'm trying to think. 
Not no, not really. Just just Zelda. I was trying to think if I didn't. I did play a little bit. Played a little bit of Sackboy's Big Adventure with Lily the other day because she wanted to play that. My and wife loves uh, that game. dude, it's fun. It's really fun. I bought it for her when it was on sale for like you know twenty bucks or something. I think it's on PlayStation Plus also, but I got it, it is, super yeah. cheap. Um, but Lily likes that game because it's similar to Astro, and she just demolished Astro, Astro's playroom. So it's like okay, here's something similar. Um, so we played that, but other than that, now it's just been like Zelda twenty four seven. You know, whenever I'm gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just it's too yeah. fun, dude. Uh, do me a favor. Do you a flavor? Flavor, yeah. Uh, go ahead and open up the YouTube's. The the YouTube's. You mean to watch that Mortal Kombat trailer? Yeah, so we can talk about it. Okay. I was going to the other day, and then I forgot. Because that's the kind of... I mean, this, content this isn't a game that you can play in front of your children. Pre-order Mortal Kombat 1 is... Okay, let's see. Mortal Kombat 1 announcement trailer. Here we go. Yeah. Hopefully, just, this, hopefully the sound won't come through in the podcast. I mean, if it does, it does. It is time. We're going to be quiet. There's going to be a, a little little pause here actually while you watch that did did you start it yet uh I, i'm like five seconds in okay i'm gonna i'm gonna pause the recording so that uh you know people aren't waiting for us to watch this trailer okay it's only two we'll, minutes long yeah we'll be right back and we're back back again all right yes who's back so so you just watched the mortal kombat one trailer i did and it it looks in super intense it looks it looks crazy crazy brutal <laughs> i don't know man like uh what was the, what was the last mortal Kombat you played the last one i played religiously um would be i think it was x i believe so 10 right oh so you never played 11 no i never played 11 i think x oh, dude, was the last one so I, good. I purchased and played and i got i got decent at the game like I, I i wasn't amazing but i could win quite a few matches i was like about 50 50 you know when i play when i would play online um i played with cassie cage a lot she she became like my favorite character and i, I really liked her um i had a great time at that game but I, I never experienced any of the dlc characters excuse me in that game um and i never played 11 so oh man yeah they do they have so many uh so this one kind of uh picks up where 11 leaves off so so your people are confused because it's mortal kombat one right um, right but uh so at the end of 11 uh luke kang becomes the fire god right oh okay that makes sense now yeah and so in this one so he so the reason it's a reboot it's not that they're rebooting the whole story he creates uh-huh. At the end of eleven, he creates his new world, right? Okay, that makes sense. That, that's where he's narrating in the trailer. He says, "In the world I created, or whatever." Uh, and then mm-hmm. you know, obviously, he comes down, and then it shows Sang Sung or whoever that is comes out of the out of the portal, right? Yeah. And then it shows the, all the different fighting and like the the executions and stuff. Um, yeah, which are which are a thousand percent brutal. <laughs> But what I thought was cool is like in the trailer it shows Sub Zero and Scorpion, but yet they're buddies, like they're fighting together. Right. It's like a, during that part of the trailer, it says it says you can be like you can be sworn enemies, and they like start walking towards each other, or it's like where you can fight as brothers, and they like look at each other and like kind of turn and look at the, the like the whole blood moon thing that's happening. 
Uh, yeah, the whole, yeah. Yeah, that's insane. I've always enjoyed Mortal Kombat. Like, I'm I'm super excited for Street Fighter. I know the beta ends um today for that, so I need to I need to turn my PS5 on and try the try the beta out because I have it I have it downloaded on there. Um, so like I'm excited for that, and I, I've always enjoyed I've always enjoyed Mortal Kombat. <clears throat> Mortal Kombat. I've been a Mortal Kombat fan for a really long time. I got into excuse me, got into Street Fighter um later on. Oh man, sorry. Um, right. They're two like very different styles of fighting games obviously there's like the brutal you know the brutal part of mortal Kombat, but they're very different kinds of games you know what i mean like street fighter is a little more uh a little more memorizing combos and like the circle motions of the hadoukens and things like that on the um on your joystick and uh and mortal Kombat's more like button combinations and pushes and that kind of stuff so they're similar but at the same time like very different uh yeah so you never played 11 right i never played 11 now so you can but right now you can buy mortal Kombat 11 ultimate which is the base game all of the character packs and the additional story dlc for nine dollars that's cool yeah <laughs> for nine dollars if you don't on want steam. all the on steam if you don't want all the dlc you can buy just the base game for five bucks Dang. And then they have uh, an 11 and 10 bundle for $10. That's totally worth it. Or they have an 11 ultimate bundle plus Injustice 2 uh, Legendary Edition for $10. Really? Injustice and Mortal Kombat? Yeah, so you get Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, which is all of the DLC uh, and the base game, plus Injustice 2 Legendary Edition, which is all of the DLC for Injustice 2 for 10 bucks. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, no. nine, $9 for 85% off Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. That's insane. Do I, I don't have Injustice. I wonder if I can just get Injustice. I don't have Injustice either. It's a game that I've thought about purchasing um, because I, I like all the characters in it and stuff like that. That is such a good deal. $10? Wow. Fighter pack one, fighter pack two, fighter pack three. I'm going to add that to my cart. I'm going to buy that. Oh, dude, you might as well. So like, even if you don't have uh, Injustice, like it, it's worth it to get it because the Legendary Edition on its own uh-huh. um, is $60. Dude, I'm just going to, I'm going to buy it. How can you, it's a hundred dollars worth of games for $10. Are you doing the 11 Ultimate and Injustice Legendary? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, why, why not? Like $10? Like that's seriously, that's less than <laughs> when I buy, when I take Amber to Starbucks, that's less than Starbucks. Oh, they have Starfire? So, yeah, so Injustice, I'm looking at all the DLC for the Ultimate or Legendary Edition. They have mm-hmm. Starfire from the boys. Uh Sub Zero, Dark Side, Red Hood, Brainiac, Black Manta, Raiden, yeah. uh, Demon Shader Pack. I don't know what that is. God Dude, Shader the character, Pack. The characters are insane. John Stewart. <laughs> yeah, for Green Lantern. Uh, Power Girl, Reverse Flash, the Ultimate Pack, then all the Fighter Packs, Black Lightning, the Atom, Hellboy, Enchantress, TMNT, and Infinite uh-huh. Transforms. Yeah, dude, the the fighting the fighting list in these games now is 
it's insane. And like in Justice, they also have um all four of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I believe. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can play as that's one of the characters that you get in the legendary edition. It's uh, I believe it's all four of them. I don't know if you pick them each individually, but I know like I've seen f- people play with Michelangelo and he's like beating people with a skateboard and stuff like that. It's awesome. That's funny. Yeah, dude. I'm buying this right now. This is too good to pass up. But all of $10. that all of that being said, uh do you think because uh Mortal Kombat comes out in September, are you gonna pre-order that? I probably will. I mean, because like with me, dude, um, when I get back into a game of any kind, like when I've, a franchise I've played before, I, I enjoy it all over again and I get into it like pretty hard. So I imagine like w- with me buying this for 10 bucks, like I'm going to I'm going to sit down and play some Mortal Kombat 11. Right. And then I'm going to like kind of get the itch to play Mortal Kombat again. And I'm going to want to pre-order the game. And I've already pre-ordered Street Fighter 6 because like I, I had five. I played quite a bit of five. I enjoyed it a lot. I played a lot of four Um I, and I just really enjoyed it. So like I already have that pre-order. I'm going to play that for sure. And fighting games just for me are are fun um the first fighting game i i'm i wasn't always a fighting game fan because i wasn't good at them you know i, I remember playing like tekken back in, like, <laughs> so i remember playing tekken back in like uh you like a youth group kind of a thing at, at our youth pastor's house and i just mashing buttons on tekken with a uh, king you know the dude with the big like tiger head yeah. and um and like winning some matches but when marvel versus capcom came out uh, three Marvel versus Capcom three. That was the first fighting game that I was like, okay, I'm going to practice this and, and get decent at it. Like I want to win online matches. Like I want to beat my friends. Like I want to get good at this game. So I practiced it. And that was the first time I had ever practiced like the, like, if you know what I'm talking about, like the people listening and like the, um, Hadouken motion for the joystick. Yeah, so like, you can pick a move and go into training, uh, training mode and just practice the move over and over, and over again. Yeah, but the weird part for me, the part I had a hard time wrapping my head around because I, I was never used to this in fighting games previously, is this like Hadouken motion where you like put the you put your like your thought your your uh, left thumb is like on the joystick and you like push it down and then you kind of give it like a quarter circle and you do it like all in one motion and then push a button at the same time to like mm-hmm. throw out that move like that was hard for me to wrap my head around to get used to doing that because it was new for me. But when I finally got it down. And I had like my main team in Marvel versus Capcom, which you could tag out your like three fighters, you know, in that game. I got, I got pretty good, man. And like, I got to the point where it wasn't super easy for me. Like I banged my head against the wall quite a bit, but I did platinum that game. I got every trophy on the PS3 of the original version of that game and won enough online matches to get those trophies and made it to like the gold tier or whatever online. Like I got, I got pretty good at it. Uh, by no means the best, but pretty good. And that kind of like fueled my uh, my fire to like play other fighting games and actually get like decent at them, you know? It, but I had a great time. That game was so fun. Fueled my fire. It fueled my fire. I like playing Chris Redfield in that game. He just pulls out a magnum and just shoots the person you're fighting like straight in the face. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, on Street Fighter Six, have you played, did you play the demo or the beta at all? Yeah, I played the demo. Um, I have not played the beta yet because I know that came out this weekend. So I hope I can so, play that a little bit today. So, man, like I, I played it. A um, couple things. So if you download it, you have to have a Capcom ID uh, associated with your Steam account. So I had to create one because uh, the first time I tried to play it, it just kept kicking me back to like the I accept screen. And then I read like, oh, you got to associate a Capcom ID. So I scanned the QR code and, and did it and then it worked. 
but all it is is the uh the arcade or not the arcade um the battle arena thing where so the way they set up multiplayer in this one is you go to like this battle arena and it's got like little arcade machines oh cool and and, and so you either like you know almost like putting your quarters down right like you yeah. can spectate you can spectate two people playing at a machine and watch their fight um nice and you can say hey i got winner uh, you can, <laughs> or you can find an empty machine and sit down and that's the matchmaking so you sit down in an empty machine if somebody wants to fight you they'll come sit as well kind of like you used to do at the arcade back in the day yeah yeah, yeah. um so i played a couple matches i i don't know if it's my internet or just the net code but it was kind of laggy a little bit oh bummer yeah um and man some of the timing windows for for some of these parries and dodges and stuff like that or like throw breaks is super, super, super tight to where it's so hard to hit. Sure. Um, but I it's, think it's fun. It's a, I mean, it's, it's an art form. Like it, people that are good at fighting games, like you're watching, you're watching somebody play a fighting game and you're like, cool, you're hitting buttons. Like, great. You're so good at this. And then you try it and you try to put these combos together and you, you realize how hard it is. Like, um, the game that I was just talking about, Marvel versus Capcom 3, that I got the platinum on, like part of the platinum trophies is beating like 10 missions with every character. Every character has like 10 missions where you learn, it starts up really simple and basic. And then you have to string like this whole chain of combos together. And you have to do that with like with a certain amount of characters in the game, not all of the characters, because if it would have been all of them, I might not have the platinum because like it's hard. But uh, certain characters though, and you have to do like all 10 of their missions. And dude, that's the part where I was like banging my head against the wall the most because you're trying to put together these strings of like, you know, 20 button pushes, 25, 30 button pushes and not missing an input. And like, if you're ever watching people play fighting games, that's what they say is like, you know, I got a dropped input or like that, that press didn't land, you know, because they're trying to hit all these 20 buttons in a row and you miss one and your combo drops and then you lose the damage for that combo, you know, and that's what they practice like over and over and over again. So they have uh, new control schemes for Street Fighter Six, and one is a mod. They modernized the control scheme so it doesn't have all the quarter turns and stuff like that in there. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so it simplifies the control scheme down so that if you're not good at that, you can try this new control control scheme uh, where it's simplified down. It's more just button presses, um, okay. so that you can still try to stay competitive. Obviously, you'd have to learn it, and there's still like uh, yeah. some skill involved there, right? Um, mm -hmm. but they built it to where you can use any control scheme in competitive play. So you just pick the one that works for you. There's three different options. That's um, cool. And so that way, like, cause a lot of people are intimidated. Like I'm never going to learn these quarter turn, half turn things. Right. So they just don't ever try to get better. Than right. They so they gave you some new options. Um, That's so really cool. Kinda, you know, try to grow people into the fighting game genre. And I don't even, I don't mind the quarter turns and stuff like that. It was just like, I had to learn it because again, if you're not coming from a fighting game background, like in the arcade, if you, if you used to play in the arcade, that's what you would do. Right. And, and, and it would make sense to you. I was never really in our, a fighting game arcade kind of person. Um, but, you know, like I said, later on in my life after Marvel versus Capcom, because um, for me, for me to really like a fighting game, I have to like the characters in it. That's the main thing. And then mm -hmm. with Street Fighter Six, it lets you um, make your own character, which is really cool. And there's like an, an awesome list. And of course, there's going to be DLC and everything. But like, that's the main thing for me. And then, you know, the art style, like, is it fun to play? You know, those kind of things. Right. But um, that's what got me into Marvel versus Capcom was like, wait a minute, I can have a team of three characters and I can have like Nova from Marvel on my team. 
Chris Redfield from Resident Evil 5 and Rocket Raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy. Like they can be my team, you know? Right, <laughs> and yeah. and so like that's what that's what got me into the game. And then and then at that point I was just like, I don't want to suck when I'm playing online. So <laughs> I'm just gonna devote some time devote some time and try to like try to get, you know, decent at this. Try to get decent. And it was yeah, and it was fun. Um and then I like like there's my there's the Street Fighter characters that I really like as well. Like I play with Cami a lot. She's been in the game for a long time. Like of course there's Ken, Ryu, um, Blanca, you know, uh, yeah, dude. Like and I'm sure there's gonna be some new characters as well. well DJ, DJ's in the new one. He's cool. Not only that, but like the the new story mode that they touted for this, like the world tour mode. Uh, yeah, it just seems like it's gonna be super fun to just go through the story because it's like the open world and you can fight anybody really. You're trying to like level up your created character. Mm-hmm. So that that yeah, that it's it's gonna be fun, man. This is so this is gonna be a great year for. It's, it's been a great year for games already. Like, I mean, now that Tears of the Kingdom is out, like I I don't know what's going to beat that for game of the year. Like I I just don't because it's it well, just seems it so, seems so pretty darn. About <laughs> it, man. You got so we just got Tears of the Kingdom, right? So that one yeah. hit. That one hit big um I mean, we already had hogwarts legacy which was great mm-hmm. uh did you beat that did you ever beat it uh it finally started working better for me i never beat it but i i did actually play a decent amount of it and i forgot to talk about it on the podcast that episode but i, I have put in probably about i don't know six to eight hours total in that game just mainlining the, sto- the story and yep. i haven't beat it but I, I did get pretty far okay so so we had hogwarts we got tears of the kingdom um mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4 remake. Resident Evil 4 remake. Mm-hmm. And in two weeks, we get Diablo 4. Oh, my gosh. Right? A week after that, we get Final Fantasy 16. Ugh. And then, uh, because it's announced, is Starfield. So that one's going to be huge. Uh, wow. Then we got, what else we got? Oh, now we got Mortal Kombat. Is right, I think it's the same date as Starfield, actually. Um. And then we still have unannounced stuff. So allegedly, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is still coming this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Spider-Man 2 is still supposedly coming this year. You've got uh, Forza, Forza Motorsport, still supposed to hit this year. You have another Call of Duty showing up this year. What else? Mm-hmm. What else we got? There's Lego 2K Drive that just came out, which oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I lost, which... Which I lost all excitement for after playing Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I bought it on the PlayStation for my kids. Um, yeah, dude, it's fun. It's it's like a super simplified like Forza Horizon. Uh-huh. Uh I haven't messed around with, like building your own vehicle or anything yet. I'm just playing through the they're playing through the story. Um, I, I, I watched some gameplay and that's what it looks like. Is yeah, super super simple, uh, simplified like you said. Um, Forza. Yeah, uh, I mean it, it, the, the driving is great. It plays like a Mario Kart. Right, just takes away all the uh, the consequences of like having to break and you know do all that at the right time. Just super, super arcadey fun. Yep. So kids are liking that. I heard the microtransactions are kind of egregious, but uh, I heard they're not necessary either. So, right, you know, it, um, <clears throat> from the gameplay that I watched, the humor of the Lego games is well, definitely dude, there. Yeah, the story, the story humor, like when you're playing through the story, it's pretty funny. Yeah, they're um, like they're like this is what you got to do. Like they're like the little guy that pops up and talks to you, and the tutorial stuff is just like super goofy. Right. Yep. Uh, 
so yeah, that just came out. I'm trying to think about what else. Hellblade 2 is supposed to drop, allegedly. Um, there's still a rumor of the, the Gears collection, which is oh really the all of the Gears games, but they've been updated using the Unreal Engine 5. Okay. Uh, that allegedly is supposed to come this year. Um, Interesting. Okay. I haven't yeah. heard about that. Yeah, it's a rumor. Um, there's also a rumor that uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake is going to hit this year. Ooh. Yeah. On the PS5, I would imagine. Uh, so uh, there's conflicting sources. Some sources are saying it's a PS5 exclusive. Other sources are saying it's multi-plat. Dang. Um, man, I, I just don't know. Like uh, When you look at like the number of games coming out this year, how do you top this? You know, I don't know. That's that's crazy, man. And there's also a rumor going nuts. around that Nintendo is going to announce the successor to the Switch for next. Or it, they'll announce it this year, but it'll come out next year. That's crazy. You know, um, yeah, dude, nuts, crazy. Plus, but, you got Horizon. Uh, you had the Horizon expansion too. Uh, yeah, Shores that a lot of people really liked. I haven't even touched that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I haven't even really, I haven't beaten the base game yet. I've played it. I just haven't beat it. That's insane. Great. Yeah, dude, it's a, it's a fun time to, uh, fun time to be a gamer right now, without a doubt, like no shortage of games to play, just no. tons of amazing games. Like I, I thought for sure that, um, uh, Resident Evil 4 remake was going to be like my, my personal game of the year at least that that was like where i was at before i played zelda but now that i put zelda i'm like this game's amazing too obviously totally different games and you still have as you mentioned like a ridiculous amount coming out this year that's going to be hard to top but I'm, I'm happy like at least i mean for right now i'm really happy i was wrong about zelda and i'm really really happy i like it as much as i do because I, I don't feel like i wasted a cent on that game you know if we're talking about consoles would you say switch is probably your favorite console i would say like in terms of like if i if i go off of what i've uh played the most like the game the console i bought the most games for played the most uh i would have to say i probably yes like i love the ps5 um but i really haven't played that much on it you know i played crisis core which was great um that was fantastic i played that on the ps5 uh but you could play that on on anything i think they even have that on the switch um i'm pretty sure they do yes so there's that um resident evil 4 of course i played that on ps5 because i just wanted to have more ps5 games but when it comes to the switch like i got split in three for me and lily or Splatagoon, as she calls it and uh that game that game's awesome like super fun a phenomenal multiplayer game i played a ton of that with her and by myself because it was just such a fun Splatagoon. game Splatagoon. um Splatagoon. pokemon scarlet you know, I got the multi-pack, Scarlet Violet gave Amber the Violet one, so I played a ton of that. That like that game was super fun. Mm -hmm. And then now you got Zelda. Um, before that, I was playing like the other Pokemon games and stuff that were on there. And it's just such an easily accessible console. Like the updates are quick, the games right. are, are fun. They have so many exclusives, like Nintendo does. And their and their main their mainline stuff just it hits most of the time. What if Metroid Prime 4 drops this well? That would that would be amazing. I love Metroid Prime. I've played every Metroid Prime game. Did I even play the I have. I've not. I've not played the remaster, but I played the original. I played the original trilogy, beat all three. I played um, 
the newest one, uh, Dread, right? Mm, Metroid Dread. Yeah, so I have Dread. I need to go back to that. That was one of the first Switch games I bought. Um, played through a lot of it, did not beat it. So I have to go back and finish that. Uh, but yeah, like I, I've played a ton of Switch games, like way more than any other console. So I'd have to say just based on that, it would be my favorite just because that's what I played the most. Oh, and allegedly the Last of Us factions, multiplayer, MMO, whatever, is still supposed to hit this year too. That's going to be fun. I'll definitely play that. Um, yeah, man, there's there's so much stuff coming out. So many good things yeah, this is, on the horizon. This has been like a... Uh, like a super game heavy episode, but I feel like it was necessary because like we just have to talk about Tears of the Kingdom and all the other stuff. And there's just too much to talk about to just make it like a little section of the podcast, you know? <laughs> just too much. Are you gonna pick up Spider-Man too? Oh yeah. Yeah, you gonna you gonna pick that up day one? Yeah, definitely. I, I missed out buying the other one day one. And you know, it's a great game. Like I I I, I like oh. it. I just wish that it wouldn't have been spoiled. For have me. you uh what the other one well the the spider-man like because i've already seen like you know gameplay and i know the story and everything like i played my miles morales fresh oh you haven't but played the, the original one right but the original one like because I've, I've seen so much gameplay on it it's not like fresh to me um yeah. so that i'm i'm excited to play the second one like fresh uh the other thing have you played midnight suns yet i have not but i know it's on sale right now is it uh i don't know if it's on sale but you should definitely pick that up um, at Best Buy it is. I don't know anywhere else, but unless it unless it went off sale yesterday, okay. no, it's still it's still on sale. It's on sale for thirty five dollars right now for the PS five version. Ooh, it is on sale on Steam for thirty bucks. Okay, so yeah, they're they're both rocking the sale. So yep. the the and the legendary edition is fifty bucks. I'd probably just buy the regular for that game, but I, I do that is a game I would love to have in the collection. Isn't that like a seventy hour game? <laughs> Oh, dude, it's more net. It's like over 100. Yeah, that one looks fun, though. 35 bucks for the PS5 version. See, and that's kind of where I'm at. It's like all the games I just mentioned I played on PS5. I didn't have to play on PS5. I chose to when I enjoyed it. But like I could have played them on, you know, on Steam. Um, I think it's funny, the Crisis Core, you can actually get on Switch. But I just wanted the trophies and it just felt right to play that on PS5, you know. But you don't have to. That's my point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The I was the reason I was gonna bring up we were talking about playing Switch is Midnight Suns was originally planned for Switch as well. Uh oh. and they they have finally canceled it. It's not coming to Switch. Oh really? Yeah, just dude, it's it's a pretty intensive game in terms of uh like just animations and stuff, and it it's uh-huh. pretty hard to run on like the consoles and PC even. So uh, I'm glad they finally canceled it on Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I've put a lot of time into that. Let's see. Where am I at? Uh, I'm like 10 hours into it. Yeah, it's a very different style of game because it's it's kind of like a a tactical game, right? Where like you, you see an overview of the, the battlefield and um, you're making like you're making choices and you have like a certain amount of uh, yeah, like you have like of, like, action move, points per character moves to make. Yeah. Yep. No, like I was super interested in it, and I I think I considered buying it like when it was brand spanking new, and there were just other games that were out. I just didn't quite have the uh, the extra money for it at the time. But you know, for literally fifty percent off on Steam and and getting the PS five version, it's like that's a good time to to pick it up. Uh, yeah, it's a great game. Uh, plus the, the Deadpool it. DLC is out now, so you can Deadpool. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So, so much, dude. So much. I'm excited to keep talking about Zelda. Like, I know we're both going to keep playing a ton of that. And that game's just like, I just can't believe how, how big that game is, dude. Like, just, just think about finishing that game alone with all the other stuff that you just mentioned. I'm like, there's no way. There's, there's no way. No way. No, especially because when Diablo comes out, I'm sorry, Zelda, but yeah. Uh, have you met my friend Satan? <laughs> <laughs> this is legend. This is the new Legend of Zelda, where you fight. You fight Beelzebub. Yes, he's the. He's I'm, the, I'm, the. I'm super worried about that launch, though. I just because like you, you saw how long the wait times were and stuff for like the the early release beta, and, uh-huh. and that that game has only gotten bigger and bigger in terms of like more people paying attention to it since they run all these betas granted uh-huh. the server slam beta worked flawlessly which is that's a good sign it is but how many people actually went back and played it right because even we were talking about like we don't want to play too much because uh, none of your progress carries over so you're gonna have to play through that first you know five six hours of the game again again yeah um so like you don't want to burn yourself out so i think we we played just like an hour of it and we're like yep yeah, it's it's good i can't wait uh so i wonder if maybe there was no issues because less people were playing we we played a lot during that first beta um you know because i wanted to get to level 20 to unlock the special like wolf uh mount so i did that um and then the other one the second server slam came out we played a little bit but i I purposely didn't want to wear myself out on the game and i think you were in the same uh same boat there uh yeah yeah no because it's like you know you're gonna play it again you know you're gonna enjoy it and you know it's like playing through it a third time it's like okay this time my progress is going to be saved so i can handle like one more playthrough and i think after playing all the characters like during the server slam i enjoyed the rogue but i think i'm definitely going to do barbarian for my first time through the game because i I was having a lot of fun with the barbarian and i had this sweet ring that created these like whirlwinds and stuff uh before that beta ended so i was really sad to lose that character because i was like man this is like a great start to the game and i gotta redo it Uh, yeah, they're they're still making tweaks. Like they they had nerfed the necromancer pretty hard for the the server slam, and people complained. They're like, well, now he's not even a viable option. And they're like, yeah, we we kind of went a little hard on that, so we'll, we're we're gonna retweak him. And I know they're tweaking the druid because people were like, druid's not fun to play. So uh, he was he was okay. I, I played the druid. He was he was all right. I I don't know it. It was just weird. He it wasn't what I thought he was gonna be. Um he seemed like the barbarian, but with like not as cool abilities. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Lots of games to play. Yes. Uh one more thing, I guess, before we wrap up. We've been going for quite a while. What? Uh, you, you watch Linus, uh Linus Sebastian. Tech tips? Or, not tech tips, but just like uh what's the name of his is it Linus Tech Tips? Yeah, oh, that's his YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so he announced this week he is stepping down as the CEO. Really? Yeah, he's not leaving the company. Uh, so he explained it. He said uh, his heart's not in being a CEO anymore. Like, he just doesn't want to do it. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because he had, uh, about a year or two ago, he had posted videos, like, I'm thinking about retiring. Like, he was too stressed out. He wasn't having fun. That kind of thing. Sure, um, like, the, the weight of, like, this gigantic company that he's created was just kind of hitting heavy right and so he posted another one uh you know he said it, um, it's time for me to step down so of course i watched it right click baby but i'm like what's going on please don't close your channel i love your channel uh sure and he's just he's stepping down as the ceo but him and his wife still have 100 ownership 
oh, that's of, cool. of the company. Um, and his new role is uh, chief visionary officer. So he's he's essentially he's in the driver's seat for the, the vision of the company, and they have hired on somebody else who is his old boss from when he worked at NCIX. Nice. Um, to to run the the business side of things. If that makes sense. That's actually really cool. So he's like, because because I I want to be creative, right? Like that's what I like doing. Yeah. Um, so his channel's not going away. He also revealed that uh, a few months back they had been offered a buyout. Someone wanted to come in and buy the channel for a hundred million dollars. Holy smokes! And they turned it down. Yeah. But that's I mean, crazy, dude. I mean, I don't know how much he he makes. I'm sure he's a freaking billionaire anyway. You know, because each one of his videos he posts, you know, gets over a million views. Plus, he has all these sponsorships and all that. So he's probably rolling in it. Like his company has over a hundred employees. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. No, he's he's created he's created a you know an insane empire. I mean, there's no there's no and other brand. way to yeah and, and and brand. I mean, it's a, it's a great channel. Good good tips. Like it's I think it's amazing. You ever watch his uh, series called Scrapyard Wars? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. Yeah, they haven't done it in a while. I, I know they stopped because of COVID, but I, I want another season of Scrapyard Wars. Man, it's so fun to watch them try to build a PC out of like used parts. Yeah. I really enjoy like I know his channel recently too. I think we talked about it on here, but like somebody took over his oh. channel and start like hacked his channel and started posting a bunch of random like random Elon, things. Elon Musk videos and stuff, and then his his channel got taken down, and he had to work to get it back up. And yeah, it made super. him like reevaluate their security protocol because he's like he, they couldn't stop it. He was like, oh yes, <laughs> like I thought we were good. Turns out we weren't good, and it was all because one of the employees opened a phishing email. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, he didn't punish the employee because they looked at the email and there was no way to tell that it was Ill illegitimate. Uh huh. Um. So he didn't punish the employee, but he's like, "Yeah, we just need to like our security needs to be better. We need to better train our staff to on like what to look for." Um, Best Buy, Best Buy does that occasionally, man. They like sometimes in my my email I'll get um like it's like a test, right? It's like, I'll get an email that they want to see if I'm going to click on it, if it's actually like spam. Um, and then what will happen is like, if I open it and it is spam, it won't actually hurt anything, but it'll say like, okay, we've like emailed your boss to let them know you like opened a clickbaity kind of email, you know, cause they, they want us to be on the lookout for stuff like that. <laughs> right. Not, not to get you in trouble, just to be like, Hey, like maybe re-educate this employee on, yeah. on what to look for. So I think I've opened up, I think I've opened up one of those where it was like, this is like, this was clickbait. And I was like, oh crap. And then my boss is like, yeah, you opened this up. And I was like, I know, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. But, I was like, the Nigerian prince needed me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, oh, man. man. Like, that's I, awesome. I guess, I guess that's the last thing I want to cover. It was just kind of big news. Oh, well, I guess the other big news, you, you watch Bitwit, right? Or you watch Bitwit in the past? Yeah, I haven't watched his stuff recently, but I have yeah. uh, I have watched a lot of his stuff, yep. So he announced that he is leaving the Bitwit brand behind. Um, so he's he's rebranded his channel, Kyle Hansen, so his full name. Okay. Uh, and he's kind of stepping away from the tech side of things and starting to do more like lifestyle vlogging, that kind of thing. Oh, cool. I mean, he's he's funny. So like his, you know, his funny content, if you ever watch like his non-tech stuff where he, he's out like doing lifestyle vlog stuff. Yeah, I watched his, that's his secondary channel that he made called Workhorse. It's like W-R-K, like H-R-3-E or something like that. That's how it's spelled. 
yeah, but I don't think I want to say he announced that he was he rebranded he rebranded that too. Oh. Or maybe he was stepping away from it. I'm trying to so I, I'm subscribed to it. I don't see it on my subscription list, so maybe. Well, I know for I know for a while there, it could be different now, but I know for a while there the workhorse channel he created to do exactly what you just said. He created it to do lifestyle stuff. Um instead of just like the tech but i I do i do enjoy i do enjoy the tech though and i'm i'm very very thankful for the tech videos because it was a combination of his channel linus tech tips and um jay's two cents i watched all three of them doing like a you know how to build your computer for the first time video when i when i built mine when you when you ordered all the parts and helped me put mine together you know um i watched uh i watched the video to like learn how to do that so like all three of those guys had like really really good content for anybody out there that's like i want to build a computer like look up any one of them three and look up like how to put a computer together and it's insanely beneficial information oh that was it so bitwit is still there he'll post to that one occasionally but work her work Course has been rebranded Kyle Hansen. Oh, okay, cool. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so I like his, too. I agree with you though. I like his lifestyle stuff more than the tech stuff. Like, I just think it's fun to like kind of see him like just go out and about and like do his thing, you know? Right. I mean, I still like his tech stuff. I like when he used to do like the, the answer the questions, get like a super awesome computer where he'd think he'd trick people to thinking they were buying like a used, like kind of okay computer, but he'd build like a really nice one. And then they'd show yeah. up and he'd be like, if you can answer all of these questions without getting one wrong, this computer is this nicer computer is yours for free. He also had a video where he built like a $5,000 gaming desktop and put it like in the middle of a micro center and put like a, like a tag on it that made it like five bucks or something like that, you know, and found like this girl that was looking for a present for her brother and literally sold her this $5,000 computer for like $5. It was Mm -hmm. awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I hope he continues to do more of that stuff. Yeah, dude. It's like the lifestyle thing, but it mixes with tech. Right. And that's, I mean, like, it's kind of what we do, honestly, with our podcast. It's like, we talk tech a lot, you know, like we talked about the the watches, um, you know, a couple episodes ago and, you know, we're talking about like video games, of course, a lot, but we talk about music, games, you know, look, everything. <laughs> yeah. Food. Yeah. Just, just all sorts of technology. But then you and I also talk a lot about lifestyle stuff too, which hopefully people find entertaining, you know, I mean, we have some, we have like 12 listeners, so that's cool. <laughs> no, dude, like, uh, I don't know if I shared with you, but our audience is over a hundred. That's what? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like our average listeners per episode now, uh, weekly is like at 40, but total audience, like people that we're reaching on like a, a monthly basis is about a hundred people. That's awesome. Between, between all the platforms. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you people for tuning in. We, we appreciate it. Hopefully you've enjoyed this, uh, this Zelda episode, we talked about other things too, but let's be honest, we talked about Zelda a lot and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, you know why, you know why, Nick? Why? Because Zelda high rules. Oh. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> hard pass? Hard pass. Speaking of hard I'm, pass, I'm I watched, I'm I watched, swiping left on that joke. <laughs> I watched Pitch Perfect the other night. <laughs> just throwing that in there uh, hard pass hard pass the smell of your the smell of your weird is actually affecting my vocal cords so i'm gonna need you to skedaddle <laughs> just so good. Uh, hilarious but uh so on, good, that, on that note i think i think we should probably probably uh 
Call it, dude. We've been going for a long time. Right. But it's been a fun episode, man. I was excited to talk about Zelda. I know you were too. Thank you. Thank you, people of the internet, for tuning in. We appreciate you. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review if you'd like on Google or Spotify or wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts. Um, we'd appreciate that. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, the MHH Podcast. And uh, yeah, until next time, we're gonna go save. We're gonna go save the world. We're gonna go fuse some torches and mop sticks together because that's that's how we do it. You know what I mean? The expansion to to uh, Tears of the Kingdom, bed knobs and broomsticks. <laughs> bed knobs and broomsticks, <laughs> followed followed shortly by hide and chic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. All we right. out. We out. Thank you.